Welcome back to the Wellhouse Exorcism. This is your ghost of a host of the most, Shanna. And it's PJ. No, it's not. It's Pacwa PJ. There it is. All right. <laughs> and we are tonight excited because we are with Sabrina. Para Sabrina. There it is. You're almost Hi. getting there. <laughs> so nice to talk to you. So tell us a little about yourself. Who are you and what are you doing in my Zoom? <laughs> Well, hi, um, my name is Sabrina Beakley. Um, I'm from Williamsburg, Pennsylvania. I'm writing, <laughs> I'm writing a book um, called Haunted Freedom. Um, it should be out in October. Um, it's about um, a haunting that occurred with my family on Freedom Road here in Lycoming County. Um, and the occurrences and things that happened within the house and um within us um the chaos and everything that kind of comes with it yeah oh we understand that yep (laughs) we we totally get some of that there (laughs) as we record in our basement (laughs) of all the places oh i cannot wait to uh have alicia down here actually she's like wait the the basement (laughs) yeah the basement um oh cool (laughs) yeah uh, um yeah, so you know Alicia. She uh, she is uh, my coworker. Alicia is introduced us, and uh, just what well, just last week, and here we are talking. So we call her mom. She's yeah. PJ's work mom. <laughs> but she was she was talking to her husband, and he's like, "So wait, we're gonna go to a Halloween par- party with the ghost people." And- <laughs> people. That's the way to go. That's the way and, to go. Yep. And she's like, "Yeah." are we going to be in the same house that it happened? And she's like, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's always fun. Though. Bring them down here. They can see the well. It'll be hilarious. Mm-hmm, It'll be perfect. Yeah. So you are a paranormal investigator, and you're also a medium, correct? Yes. Wow. I'm a psychic medium. Psychic medium, um, okay. I'm, known, I'm well known, <laughs> actually. Um I have appeared on um, a few talk shows um, with Evermore Paranormal. Mm-hmm. Suzanne Surratt produces those. Um, I have worked with um, other people in the paranormal in real cases, um, severe cases, not, you know, mm-hmm. to go peekaboo for a ghost. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know how else to say yeah. it. Yeah. Um, you know. So I've been doing that for quite a few years, too. So, yeah. So that's pretty did, much what I do. When did you first realize that you had this ability? Oh, uh, when I was a little, when I was little, I just didn't know until I was older that what it was, like the things I was getting, mm-hmm. you know, where it was coming from, for instance, or how I knew things or what have you. I'd be scattered. I guess that's best way to put it um and through friends in the network um they helped me i wouldn't say particularly one person was chris fleming um had helped me um with bringing things together and stuff and you know being able to understand what was coming in okay what have you so when yeah. you say a psychic medium, um, there's because I know there's different levels of the paranormal and what people can do. My gram was a psychic. Um, so mm-hmm. I know that there are different areas and there's clairvoyance. So where would you label yourself and what kind of help can you give to a person? 
I would say I'm, I'll see. <laughs> I like asking the hard questions. I can speak to the dead. Okay. okay. Um, they, they, I can speak to the dead, you know, to the dead. Mm-hmm. Um, I can see auras around people too. So I can see, you know, anything living, to mm-hmm. be honest. Um, I, Melissa likes to, Melissa Leeper, my friend, she likes to call me um, a trans um, medium, psychic medium. And basically what that means is I'm able to bring a spirit within me. Oh, and, okay. Yeah. Now, I, I do not do that alone. Um, I yeah. haven't done it in a few years. Actually, Melissa was the last person I had done that with. Um, but uh, I, I, don't, I have never charged anybody mm-hmm. um believe it or not i do go to events i don't mm-hmm. normally charge you know for i believe god gave me these gifts he can take them away just as quick um mm-hmm. i don't always know i'm honest with people you know so yeah. um, that's pretty much who i am you know <laughs> <laughs> i don't know my um, grandmother charged all the time. <laughs> I'm oh, letting yeah. it out there. And I have no opinion against anybody that does that, you know. Yeah. Um, some people live off of what they do. Mm-hmm. Um, however, I do have problems with the fakes. You know, I'm not going to well, yeah. you know, fib on that one. I, <laughs> I do problems with that. But for the most part, I don't advertise myself out there that way as, you know, Psychic Paris, Sabrina Beakley. Um, a lot of people do know me as that locally, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, through the shows and through the network, you know, that type of thing. Yeah. But generally, yeah, <laughs> for a while. I haven't been doing it since the death of my husband. So, yeah, not too much. I mean, I have, but not too much, yeah. you know. I understand that. Um, so you've mentioned over a couple of times the Evermore Paranormal Network. What is that? Um, that is uh, it, it. The producer is uh, Suzanne Sorrell. Um, it is a show of different shows. Um, you can find it on Roof. I'm saying Roof. 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 Okay. it's on Amazon. Yeah, I yeah. found you. You're on YouTube as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can find up. it on YouTube. So believe it or not, the sh- different shows mm-hmm. um, that she does. And then they're more of talk shows of the paranormal. Um, they are also um, like fun, you know, like Halloween fun, you mm-hmm. know, just different stuff that she does. Um, but yeah, she's well known in the paranormal too. Um, she broadcasts uh, all of Virginia, Maryland, New York, well, 21 states, I believe it oh, is. Wow. And then, mm-hmm. All of UK and South Africa gets the show. I I appear every now and then on there, and I drag <laughs> Melissa Lee. <laughs> <laughs> You're yeah. coming with me. <laughs> yes, pretty much. And she can't. She kicking and screaming. She goes. But <laughs> well, I saw they're like on like season nine or something like that now for uh, the Evermore Paranormal Network. I saw like the seasons are oh, pretty cool. high up there. So kudos yeah. to you guys. Like it's ro- rocking. Thanks. Yeah. So yeah, she's done. A- job you know with her network and her programs and stuff worked hard so So do you write episodes for her or do you just come on to offer advice or oh i come on actually um my producer is more everything you see on there is real she don't tell you what to talk about she Mm -hmm. don't prepare it for you 
And if you blueberry, she'll tell you she'll remove it, but it doesn't get removed. <laughs> um, so that's the little blooper on you. But I, um, yeah, <laughs> me and Suzanne have became really good friends over the years. Um, uh, it's broadcasted out of Fair uh, Fax, Virginia. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Um, yeah. Well, cause you're from Williamsport, but are you, you're currently living in West Virginia? Is that correct? I don't know. I'm living in Williamsport Oh, you're back? Still. Okay. Oh. Yay. All right. Yeah, I'm still here. I'm still here. No, I have family in Virginia, That's not West okay. Virginia. Okay. Yeah. See, my so, research is flawed no, there. I'm here. <laughs> I'm here. We could have had you over in person. Yeah, we should invite. <laughs> I thought you were in different states. So I was like, let's do a Zoom. She could have been in the basement with us. <laughs> yes, I absolutely could have. <laughs> just leave all um, the paranormal stuff at the door. We had our house exercise. Just keep that at the door. Like, don't bring it in. <laughs> we got a room. We swept it out. Right. I used to actually um, produce a, a radio show here mm-hmm. in Williamsburg, iHeartRadio, with um, Ted Saul. Hmm. So, Is that the um, WRAK Community Paratalk? Yeah. Yes, I, I was going to ask about that next. That. Yeah. That's, that's older. Yeah. That was with Ted Saul. Um, um, locally, people know him on the commercials and things like that. Hmm. There's voice, <laughs> you know. So, yeah, he's a great friend of mine, too. Oh, well, I wish I was still going. I'd love to listen to you guys driving into work. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so what are some famous, like, cases? Because you had mentioned that your story was on the Dead Files, and so we actually watched that episode. So we, we did. did actually – it was the Dead Files, quote, the devil's bidding. So what was yeah. the connection that you had there? Well, um, the Jody Hill case, it was the Jody Hill's case. Um, she was on Memorial Ave. She lived on Memorial Ave, excuse me, um, here in Williamsport. Um, she was being attacked by something she couldn't see. Uh, at the time... I was running a group called Ghost Under Investigation, and we had another case up in Mount Carmel that was Mount Carmel, Pennsylvania. That was we severe. worked there, so yeah. Okay, so um, I believe this thing that attached to her had actually came from the case up there because, unknowing to Jody, the reports at the time were the same reports that she was giving. Oh. Wow. Um, with with the the sexual assaults and things mm-hmm. like that. So, um, strangely that that had stopped. So anyway, we had believed um, myself and my co-founder uh, Marie um, had believed that um, that this thing had actually came from a previous case. Um, we had had to call in uh, Bill Bean. Uh, Reverend Bill Bean mm-hmm. and a few others had came in on that case. Ultimately, the case that you see on TV, um, Jody had advanced and went to them. I had nothing to do with that. But, yeah, I was mm-hmm. there for the taping and that whole nine yards of that. But, yes, originally that was my case. I was surprised that the Catholic Church wouldn't perform an exorcism. Like, that's what it's on the TV episode. Yeah, well, that's um, what you saw was their their version of it. Um, Bill Bean did do an exorcism, not only on the house, but on Jody and okay. myself. Okay. 
um, at that time. So that I talk about that in my book. I'm not so much that case, but I, at the end, I go on to kind of like in in the dedication, mm-hmm. say that not everything's on in the book, but there were several, yeah, you know different yeah. exorcisms deliverances that kind of happened yeah because as mm. we were watching it you know i was like we got to call on a priest because like it's, yeah. we're re-watching every, things every time we watch these we're like call someone <laughs> don't like, understand. make a yes. call stop it Just <laughs> make a phone call get a higher power I, was I even called lorraine warren in you know for advice at that time um on this yeah. case mm-hmm. because i was just lost on what to do yeah. at that point well, and the episode was like pretty. I mean, I was amazed at just what she had put up with. So, for our listeners, if you've not watched that episode, um, basically there is a person named Jody, and they have a beautiful house, from what it seems from the pictures and the videos you're watching in Williamsport. But um, because of where her house is located, we're going to do an episode actually on the Plum Creek Massacre now because I was so interested that I yeah. figured it'd be a nice follow up after this to post about that. Um, but there was a massacre that happened like right there where her house is. Yeah. And so there's a lot of activity. And um, the paranormal investigator that's there, she's a medium. She was kind of scared by what was in the house because she could just feel that it was a very dark, evil spirit. Um, which for us, we're like, hey, we know what that is. <laughs> We've had that in the basement. And like uh, the description matched up mm-hmm. eerily similar. Similar, but mine, the... Per- We'll talk about that in a second for yeah. you. Um, but so Jody would see this thing, um, and it was attacking her. It was, like, licking her and sexually assaulting her. There was also another ghost. It was a female Native American woman who was, like, a, just attached to her, like, always at her side. And so there was just a lot of activity in the house. And so she didn't even want to, like, live there anymore. Oh, yeah. yeah. The activity when, like, even when we all entered into that home, the activity just reared up. Like, it really? knew. Yeah, and there. One, um, one gentleman, um, Reverend Jeff Leeper, he had went up the stairs and um, he actually, I think he was shoved. Mm. We had her, I was downstairs. So at that point I was sitting downstairs and I believe somebody had, or not somebody, something, excuse yeah. me, yeah. had shoved him. There was nobody up there with yeah. him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There you go. That happened to me in the basement. Yeah, like I said, no, when, um, when I was listening plum, to it, it was crazy. I was like, this sounds I so much. actually added the history of Williamsport into my book. So that massacre, because I'm actually talking about in the book that there is an Indian. I, I had called him an Indian boy when I was referring to him, which angered the young man. And at the time, I didn't know it, but it was kind of, it was appearing to my son. So hmm. I actually talk in, you know, with that. So, oh, wow. And then, you know, so a lot of it actually with with the things we were seeing was wrapping in with some of the history of the land up there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just thought that was kind of like it was to me, it's always fascinating to learn the history and like why things are happening, because it kind of gives you a clear picture of why it's happening. Yeah. Um, so for our house, like, again, we had we decided to go the route of an exorcism because blessings, a mass, nothing was working. Um, so thanks to Father Maori. Ah. Yeah. Oh, it was every, yeah, we did everything. Our joke <laughs> everything. was, um, we had our semi-annual blessing done in the house every six every months. Every six months. It was, and we were told it was a band-aid. It wasn't going to work. Yes. Yes. Every six months it would boom, come back with a vengeance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. 
ferment it for a little bit, but then it was like, poof. Yep, it yeah. calms down and yeah. it comes back. And um, one of our, because uh, uh, we're Catholic, one of our priests did a mass for all the dead souls in the house. And it actually got angry over that. <laughs> that was pretty scary. <laughs> to, like during the 45 minutes that the mass was, like it was just getting hotter and hotter you in that You could see the mirages room. of the heat. Like we were all just sweating. It was awful. Yeah, I actually talked in a book where Bill has his hand doing one of his exorcisms on me, and I, I just instantly sweat, mm-hmm. instantly hmm. drenched in the sweat. It was crazy. Yeah, so we're, we're very thankful that we ended up having an exorcism. But I was just like, when I was listening to it, like listening to what she was going through, I'm just like, why would the Catholic Church say no to exorcising her house? But I know this was years ago compared to us. Ours was more recent. Yeah. It wasn't just the... 2018. 2018, yeah. So it was very recent. And things oh, you know, wow. things have changed a lot in the Catholic Church because they're recognizing that there's just a lot more demons around than there were before. And exorcisms right. are at an all-time high. So I wonder if th- it would be a different story now versus yeah. back when she was going through what she was going through. But I was right. not happy to hear that they would not come and do that. I was like, seriously, <laughs> really? Like- right. Oh, yeah. Um, I had actually went to several churches around here. Um, I talk about my childhood one um, in the book, not so much the other ones that I had um, approached. But, yeah, getting help was hard, hard. (laughs) They, you know, I always got like, that don't happen or, you know, um, we don't do that, you know, or this or that. But it's just I had nowhere to turn. So, Well, I wonder if it's because of what had happened in like the 60s and 70s. Maybe it's just they were the fear of doing an exorcism. I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I I really don't know. Um, Well, the Catholic Church, you know, they have their ways and their rights and Mm -hmm. things that they have to follow, you know, so I'm not Catholic, so (laughs) (laughs) I am a follower of Yeshua, absolutely 100%, but um, yeah. I think whatever makes you happy, like we're, um, (laughs) I believe it was our faith and our good humor that saved us. (laughs) You know what? That's my rock too, and I believe that today. It's that is my rock, God. You yeah. know, at the end of the day, where there's darkness, there's always light. Yeah. Yes. Well, and actually, you can see. Oh, that's why there's my look. When I'm looking at the the green screen versus here, the, the I know, here. right? <laughs> but the I did the design for the Wellhouse extras. I did all of our designs for our logos. But this one's very simple because uh, the crucifix. I couldn't get a Saint Benedictine crucifix, um, obviously on the program that I was using. But like the, the green in the background was the green of our wall, our, our walls in our dining room, and that is where the the uh, crucifix was. That is part of the major story. So the reason that our design is what it is yeah, is we, because yeah. of that story. Yeah. Our crucifix, um, it's a cross with that similar, like it flares out on mm-hmm. the ends and everything. So very similar that. design of a cross, and that's why that yeah. kind of fits pretty well there. But yeah, we chose. I mean, I chose that because that was like what made the first pre the first uh, priest who yeah. came in. He's like, "That's a new crucifix you got there. Why would you buy that one?" And I said, "Well, it just makes me happy, and I feel calm, and I feel like I can pray around it." And he's just like. 
okay, well, that's a St. Benedict crucifix, and um, those are used in exorcisms. So this blessing's not going to work. Moving on. <laughs> like, so from the very first blessing, we knew that something major was happening, you know? But, well, well, when he first showed up on the property, he oh, took his holy water. He loved his holy water. Oh, he did. Um, to the point where, like, instead of having, like, the little dauber thing that splashes it, he had a brush. And he he had the brush, and he flicked it on our door, and it didn't hit oh, the door. And yeah. so much holy water, but you can't see a single drop on the house. So he he had to do it like three times, I think it was, to, to see just a couple drops. to get the drops to hit the door. I've I've seen I've gone in on cases and seen people do the strangest thing, things, and think, "Am I in a movie?" Yeah, right. Yeah. Is this real? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> movies are yeah, based on real life and it, I, I feel like our house was a movie the number of times that we heard oh, a noise yeah. and then walked towards it you know? <laughs> that's so true right. well the um, photo in my book um, is the actual driveway up to the house um, my granddaughter Jessalyn had put it together so I decided to use it um, it's uh, with, the, with the driveway and then my face she I don't know. It kind of looks ghostly, but Ooh. it's my kind of, yeah, it's, it's really cool looking actually. I'm like, <laughs> well, I like it. So, um, we kind of like put two different versions out and you know, so yeah. Well, have you bought Kevin Paul's book? Because uh, I mentioned it to her, but yes, you have yeah. to, you have to buy his books. He has two, but the cover the art cover is, is great. Just, <laughs> I love it. It's like these woods because yeah. haunted hills and hollow. So you see like this, like this kind of like woodsy background, but there's like aliens and there's the werewolf and there's a ghost over here. Oh. And it's just, we love it. It's it is so the great. best. I love it. Awesome. You have to have good cover art so people will buy your book. As an English teacher, I got to tell you, you do judge right. a book by its cover. Like, that's just true. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> they do. People do. So <laughs> we, we don't want to give away your entire story in your book, but we do want to talk about the book because we want to get a little okay. little shimmy out there for people so they'll buy the thing. Um, so what is it about and how much can you give us without giving it all away? <laughs> okay. Um it, like I said, we lived in Williamsport here on Freedom Road. Um, the road's history is connected to Daniel Hughes, who um, lived out here, <laughs> out there, um, obviously. Um, he was with the Underground Railroad, and him and his family were helping um, people get to Canada. Um so there's like a whole story in there. I kind of include that into the book too. So that'll be the more of the histories towards the end of the book. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, so I kind of start off with the story. I talk about the landowner um, and his wife and, you know, building the home and the different things that um, occurred at the beginning, um, which kind of made me think I was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> That's how it always starts. Yeah. Yeah, I just, just, it was just little things, smells and things like that. And it was like, you know, just like, huh? What? No. <laughs> but um, as time went on, um, things had occurred. We had, my husband was a hunter and he didn't hunt the land. Mm -hmm. um, him and his father had went to Morris, Pennsylvania um, to do their hunting. Um, but he actually had gotten a 10 point buck. Here's a little taste um this this buck um had went on our 
uh, wall. Of course. Mm-hmm. Hey, it's ten point yeah. buck. You gotta. That's a, yeah. <laughs> if it was a nice rack, nice bread, you gotta show it off. Right, and then me being an animal lover, <laughs> don't I didn't necessarily like this thing looking at me or dead <laughs> things anyway. So we had actually ended up into an ar- horrible argument over it, but he mm-hmm. won. <laughs> What you do is you start, like, you know, <laughs> hanging Christmas ornaments off of it. And then he's like, you know what? I did it. There you <laughs> go. I got pictures. <laughs> I did. Um, so it made me feel better. But with that said, this <laughs> thing had um, came off the studs. The one night I was laying there and um, it kind of, like, started shaking. And I kind of thought I was crazy. Oh, no. Oh. I'm just, like, staring at it. Um I was laying on the couch and my husband was in the chair, but um, in the end, the deer flew across the room directly on him. And oh. it didn't hurt him. Um, that deer head flew off that um, several times at um, different individuals. Oh wow! So um, it, it, it's it was a crazy thing. Now, any person that knows with hunting and those sort of things the stud it has to be like kind of like dropped down over top of mm-hmm. it you know it's okay. down there's literally no way you can get it off no it's on it's there yeah. secure yeah all right well every time it did the the stud was still there well he got so flustered with it and eventually <laughs> took it to his friend's house <laughs> Oh no, no, not the deer. (laughs) There was was crazy behaviors, you know, on down and what have you. So, um, that went with it. But that's a little bit of a taste of it. And there was some other things that we had seen that paid visits to us. So that was a little bit more scary yeah there was a little bit more scary things that were appearing and um they were more connected with death okay and Mm -hmm. i talk about that in my book um at the end um there was a lot of robotic control i guess that's the best way like with me i can't i would i want to explain with me i felt like something was coming in it was like a dream state like i was there maybe sleepwalking but it was almost like something was in my car and driving it oh gotcha um, wow. i find myself doing the strangest things mm-hmm. and i'm not going to reveal those things yeah um, Keep it for the or book. his strange yeah. you have to read the book to figure it out but yeah um it was almost I couldn't like, imagine just like not being in control of my own body. I would not like that. Yeah. Yeah. It was realizing that of what was going on. Um, not only, you know, the chaos, it was crazy. It seemed like as time went on, the fighting increased, the arguing, um, the depression, the oppression. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I was just like at my wits end. And then, and, you know, I saw it somebody out at the point i didn't really care i just wanted to figure out somebody and um i had heard about an event so i'm not going to reveal that event but that's Mm. how i found um bill Hmm. so um yeah that's pretty much how the book goes and then you know it it ends up with the tragedy and i'm not Mm -hmm. gonna reveal that either so 
All right. Hmm. Because there is um, a house. It's the house of... The house of many stairs. Of many stairs, right? Also on Freedom I've Road. heard of that. I've yeah. never been there. Never been there? Yeah, I only just heard about it a week or I two ago. because Alicia yeah, had Because of Alicia. Uh-huh. She's yeah. always trying to give us like, you know, she's like, here's what you're talking about. Like, here's something else. Go visit here. So she's always <laughs> oh, giving us yeah. ideas. There's, there's actually a lot of places um, here in Pennsylvania mm-hmm. that are pretty lit up. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, this podcast was never meant to be a, like a, a regular podcast. I had suggested to PJ just as like a, a mini series to get like sort of listeners like knew who we were and like, knew the stories we were talking about. And then it kind of just like became a podcast and it became really really <laughs> oh, big awesome. yeah it's awesome. Really awesome well and i like like i like learning about the history of places so we do mm-hmm. a lot of deep dives and we really focus on all of that before we say oh it's haunted or it's not haunted but we've done a couple of things out of state or like really close to pennsylvania like in west virginia or ohio yeah like but, the catskill mountains but there mostly one. we just stick to pennsylvania because there is so much as you said like so much in pa like we oh, yeah. <laughs> i think we've There's got fodder for like three or four years <laughs> And oh, absolutely. My every time we think we run Pittsburgh. out, we're like, That's we have more. <laughs> Pittsburgh, you said? My favorite. I said my favorite is Gettysburg. Gettysburg. Yeah. I love it there. I just really do. Yeah, we did a five-part series on that. We did. His sister, oh, yeah. Laura, she's like the, the rain man of Gettysburg. It's scary. <laughs> like she knows, every, she knows everything. She proved that. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Um, actually, she had five episodes to prove it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's yeah. like, let's do let's do Antietam. No, Laura, you're cut off for a while. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. That's like, an awesome place. We were always afraid, like, hey, just check your notes, make sure these are right. Laura, are these good before you yell at us on the podcast? <laughs> just check it yeah, for us. Yeah. Oh boy. So are there any like iconic stories that you have? Things like when you went to help somebody that you just won't forget? Um, oh gosh. Um I wouldn't say I can, you know what, not on a case, but I guess the funny, I want to say the funniest thing that I've ever experienced when I ran my team, which I do not do anymore, Mm -hmm. by the way. (laughs) Um, But when I ran the team, it was an educational team, but we had went over to the bunkers there. No, we're planning. We're doing that for our anniversary. (laughs) Well, when you go over there, you will see that there is like a chain that goes across there on that. I want to say it's the first. It's like back in and there's a chain. You kind of got to like walk into it. Mm-hmm. But um, with that said, um, the uh, I want to say, uh, what was it? Uh, hold on. It's on the tip of my tongue. <laughs> Bigfoot Society. That's yep. what it's Pennsylvania. But society was called in over there. So here I am telling my people, hey, if you smell a wet dog, it might be big point. Take that kind Take of thing. pictures. <laughs> a new girl who was on and she was like, I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid. So we're going around and I'm like, you know, telling history, that kind of stuff. And they're doing their little thing. And all of a sudden I hear her scream. She takes off running, <laughs> and that chain did not hold too well. It like the it, it she went through it. Oh my gosh! <laughs> this chain. Look, she was so scared. She was out of there, and all the while it was deer. Of course, it was, the, it was deer that was in the cornfield. But that was really funny. I did. I love. I really that. really died laughing. 
But um, I don't, I don't, I don't know the strangest things I, I've seen. I've seen a lot of stuff, you know. Like I said, I sometimes I've wondered if I'm in a movie, but then I've seen people come off their feet, you know, with oh, wow. nothing there. I've seen people be held down by something, you know, that's mm-hmm. not there that I'm not necessarily seeing mm-hmm. or hearing at the time, you know. Um. Yeah, I've I've seen a lot of strange things in my life and my own experiences. I can't deny them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know. So, yeah, my I I'm out there trying to help people like me, like you, mm-hmm. that have experienced these things. Yeah. And maybe try to help find that help. Yeah. You know. Well, my grandma, like I remember when I was younger, um she was called into a lot of cases too because of her specialty. And um, one time she had my mom and me come along just because she needed a little more, a little more power, you know, I guess. Mm-hmm. But watching her work was actually pretty, it, it was phenomenal because she could just say, like, when you got close to a certain room, she's like, I don't think we should go in there. I can tell that something terrible has happened to you in this room and there's a very dark energy. And I remember the lady that was there and she's like, yeah, I don't really talk about it, but it's, I don't like going to bed at night. And so when I was watching the Jody story, it kind of reminded me of that in my childhood. And I just, you know, it, it kind of like takes me back to my grandma and realizing just how much power she actually had and what she must have seen or felt on a daily basis. But somehow she had to ignore it and, you know, live a normal life. But right. she really did help that lady because my grandma said, like, you must – she's like, I'm getting a sense, too, from this downstairs bathroom. I don't think that you like going in there. And she said, and I go in there, like, once a week to clean it, but I don't really use it because I just get a really weird sense in there. And sometimes I smell, like, a smoke smell. And my grandma said, yeah, the person that you are dealing with, he died in there. And he died in there because right. of a fire. And so he's angry over a couple things, but he was a servant, and they, like, let him die pretty much. So, like, he he – doesn't realize that you're not the person he thinks he thinks that you're his previous owners or people like he worked for I should say not owners um but so it was just kind of it was fascinating to watch her do what she did because everything she was saying you could just see like the light kind of like brighten in the person's eye like I'm not crazy this person's seeing it too you know and that's why I've always been interested in like the, the history because it's good to know what happened there previously because sometimes that helps you understand what's happening you know right Right. Yeah. I mean, I talk about my friend coming literally in and staying in the house with me because I literally thought I was going crazy, too. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, with different things. I was just like, oh, my gosh, you know, and you can't really run around and talk about this, th- mm-hmm. these things. I mean, even some family members kind of thought we were crazy. And I'm like, no, <laughs> <laughs> like I'm seeing these things like I know they're real. <laughs> But, you know, kind of when other people come in and they experience it, validates you. Yeah, it's vindicating. So, yeah, it makes you feel normal again. Like, yeah. no, I'm not crazy. This really is happening. Mm-hmm. PJ was lost on the story of our Halloween party here. Yeah, <laughs> we had a Halloween party 2017. Yeah. right. Be- before. It was a year before the exorcism. Mm-hmm. And our room gets trashed. Our bedroom got completely destroyed. Um, and we had a house full of people who all witnessed it. So we like we felt so vindicated over it that but other people left. We're like, no, yeah. stay, please. Don't leave. 
We don't want yeah, to my, be my joke is everyone suddenly had somewhere to be. <laughs> it was fun food and fantasy like Knobles until. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, but it does feel good like when they see that happen, you know, they're like, okay, maybe they're not crazy. Mm-hmm. There's something to it, you know. But we suffered. I mean, I'm, I'm sure you heard about our house because we suffered for years. No one could t- help us, you know. Yeah, either they didn't yeah. believe or yeah. they had no idea what to do. Yeah, I had heard heard briefly about your haunting and and then somebody saying that you had to have an exorcism done on the house. Yeah, probably Alicia. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. No, actually, I don't think it was Alicia. Hmm. Um, after she's first, friends with it, Tim. This was a few years ago. Oh, it was three. Interesting. Yeah, somebody. I don't even remember. It might have been somebody in the field. It could have been two of our, our some of our former students too, because we tell our stories to our students. And that may have been. Yeah. Could have that been may that. have been. Right there, you know. Yeah. So my, yeah, I'm you know, teaching my a college son- class now. <laughs> but I'm teaching a college class now in the high school, and so I have some of my seniors that I had in eighth grade, and they go, oh, "October's coming, Mrs. Hayden. Are you going to tell us your stories?" No, this is a leadership course for college. But it's October. It's <laughs> like they want to hear the stories again. You can download <laughs> them now. <laughs> no, we don't promote our podcast in school. That's illegal. <laughs> but it's just like, I don't think I can take a day to tell about my stories when we have work to do. But it's October. <laughs> so I just keep getting from them. Do you have any questions? Yeah. Uh, my, one One I had, our friend, uh, my brother-in-law, he has a friend who is also psychic and uh, of some kind. Like, he has some abilities. But when he, um, like, contacts uh, the dead or whatever, like, he said there, there are different ways that people can experience it. And for him, they come as just, like, thoughts. Like, like an I. You know, almost like he's having the thought himself, like an intrusive kind of idea uh, where some people hear voices, other people see things that, you know, like get images and stuff. He For him, it's like thoughts. Uh, what's it like for you when you receive these messages? It's like playing a really fast TV, really fast. And I got to decipher what the hell world I just saw. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. Um. And then I do, I do hear them. And mm-hmm. when I hear them, it's usually on to my right side and it's behind my ear. I don't get them in my ear. It's like coming from behind. I don't know how else to oh, wow. explain. No, I just got chills. No, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, that's how I get, it comes through to me. Um, if I ignore them and keep them, cause a lot of times I keep my mind busy. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So they can't do that to me. Yeah. Um, especially when I'm investigating or something like that. I try to push that psychic ordeal away. Um, but they will come in speaking. Oh They'll my come gosh. in, you know, with their voices. <laughs> so, and a lot of times they're not happy about me being in the location mm-hmm. and they're relaying very foul messages to me. So this is my <laughs> spot. Please leave now. <laughs> so yeah they tend to i don't know so are you like because my grandma always described it as like being a beacon she just couldn't turn it off is that kind of how it is for you too yes um yeah i don't i definitely can't turn it on i and i can't turn it off i mean um i can try to ignore it that's the best way to describe it 
Um, mm-hmm. And like I said, I, I keep my mind busy or whatever. But yeah. they'll come in other ways, you know. Yeah. They do. They'll push and push, and then all of a sudden it'll start hearing them. And then it's like, ah, oh, my gosh, you know. And then <laughs> Fine. Like, what do you stop want? Stop saying my name. Just tell me what you want. Stop Mom. Stop saying this. You're driving Mom. me nuts. Mom. Mom. <laughs> yeah, almost like a whole mom 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 thing like, stop like, it. just say what you want just tell me i'll pass the message on just go away i'm trying to cook it so what if here. like you uh came to our house and you know which has been clean for five years now and all that uh would there be any residual energies that you could pick up on or once and a place is empty like is it oh, absolutely yes. yes yeah yes absolutely Okay, we don't invite her to yeah. our house now. I could, I could probably feel the energy. I, I would probably take right to the energy of where where things are happening or occurring. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been in um, places where they blindfold me, oh, and yeah. I've told things that have happened. You know, from things I was seeing or hearing. Yeah. Okay, so, so we don't bring her yeah. here because we don't want it to come back. <laughs> <laughs> she can stay via yeah, Zoom. We don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you, yeah, you don't want it to come back. No, no, no. <laughs> My, I always say, no Ouija boards here. <laughs> no, no, I wouldn't. You know what? I wouldn't allow that stuff when we were living up there. I wouldn't allow it in the house. Um, there at the beginning, I was like, oh, let's take this SP, you know, radio and see what, you know, it does. And then, <laughs> yeah, I learned real quick to stop doing that. You know, wow. just kind of ramped up the activity. So do, are you against Ouija boards? Because it's interesting. You hear people oh, who yeah. are like totally for it, totally against it. It's just a board game from Hasbro or whatever. So it's just a joke. So you're against it. Now, do you have like a story as to why or because we're against um, it too. Fun yeah, fact. yeah. Like, we <laughs> Just like, you know, I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm against it. Um, I, I grew up with it, I guess. Um, my grandmother on my mother's side. Um, had always took me as the oldest granddaughter, the youngest granddaughter, um, my oldest aunt and the youngest aunt, placing us on the board across from each other. And she would always ask the questions and things like that. Um, Strange things would happen, like in front of us, um, drawers opening, um, cabinets slamming. Oh, my gosh. No, thank you. Um, Yeah, the... Things moving. Uh, so, yeah, we were quite young. when, we, Like I said, it, it started when we were young. My grandmother absolutely knew that we had abilities, mm-hmm. obviously, because um, she never picked anybody else, you know. <laughs> so <laughs> oh my gosh. it was always us four. I, I, I think we all have some kind of a gift somewhere, and it's just some of us are more attuned, like you are, very attuned. And so even if they're whispering in your ear, which I could not deal with, oh. <laughs> I could oh, not yeah, deal with that. Oh. Just come oh, to, gosh, just be in front of my face, please. I want to see you up here, not not back here. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Um, I just wish sometimes, like, a lot of people are like, oh, well, you know. But it doesn't necessarily work like people think. It's like I... You know, sometimes I can want to know something and they won't, they won't Mm -hmm. reply, you know, like (laughs) when you want them to, but reply when you really don't want them to. (laughs) So um, it doesn't, they kind of do what they want, you know, when it's coming through. I don't know. 
it's kind of hard to explain. Everybody has their own gift, mm-hmm. you know, and how they perceive it. So, and what you like think you probably allow yourself to take in too, right? So, like, yeah, yeah, yeah you got to watch what type of energies you're. Be careful with that. Definitely. Yeah. That's why I said when I do trans, I really don't do that without another person in the room that knows how to handle that situation. Yeah, I was going to ask, because that must be like a pretty strange, I would I would personally think like terrifying experience um, to do that. Is there like any specific cause where you'd be like, yeah, now's the time where I would use the skill or... Uh, you know, like when would, ha- like, what would uh, determine like when you would use that? Um, uh, when I did use the skill, I will say, it was with the Jody Hills case, and mm-hmm. that's when I saying about the exorcism. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I had let it trans into me to kind of trap it in, so Bill could get rid of it out of the house. Oh, okay. So, but get, give what, it give it a yeah. place to to get stuck in. Uh, to go. Like here you go, sucker. I'm the house, but yeah. you're gonna get back out. So yeah. Did that work or no? They don't like it. They they realize you know what we're up to. You know. So <laughs> and then we'll get mockeries, lots of mockery cases. You know, <laughs> it's crazy. It'll like I'll start to get cases, and then Mel will get cases, and then it's like, and then they'll be mocking each other, you know. So it's like she lives in a whole different county. So it's huh. crazy. Does Mine's Jody up. still live in that house, or did they end up moving? Huh? Does Jody? Oh no, they ended up moving and selling. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's sold. Did it follow her, or did it stay at the house? Um, I honestly could not speak for her. Okay. So I know that would be. I hope that she yeah. didn't follow with her. I know based on the, is her name Amy from the Dead Files? Yeah. She said like that 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 thing just it was part of that land, you know. So like, okay. so I assume it stayed there. Well, Jody, wherever you are, we hope you're okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, right. Like I like I kind of said, um, the big Kahuna, the big guy kind of followed me home from mm-hmm. that case yeah. from her house okay um and, and it just kind of included into what was going on with up there i had already had activity it just ramped it up even more yeah but so yeah. what was the case in mount carmel within my book yeah huh what was the case in mount carmel um that was a case that I had took on. Um, it was a, a female with a child at the time. Um, she lived in an apartment building. And um, the history up there kind of concludes as when they were working for Edison, I believe, at the time. There was a massacre up through, oh, through okay. there. Hmm. So... Um, Anyway, she was having um, problems. This thing would uh, hold her down, sexually assault her. Um, It even would give her a name that she'd call it by. I'm not going to give it the power and call it by. Yeah, Yeah, no. no. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Also, with the Jody Hills case, same things happened. 
Jody started calling this thing by its name. Mm. By the same name. And mm. granted, um, when my investigators were going into the case, they don't get to load down on what is going on. So I get um, the skeptic views. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Things done over the way it's supposed to. So we're not biases. Yep. Bias on cases and stuff. And I need that because me yeah. being who I am, I'm going to say, oh, yeah, it's haunted. And, uh, <laughs> I, I don't think this is haunted. You know, this could be happening or mm-hmm. this, you know. So I like that. I like that. I like to have everybody's, you know, opinion on what's going on or what could be going on. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's pretty much what happened. Um, it kind of followed me. And um, to whether it went back to her, I honestly couldn't. I have not spoken to her about the case. Yeah. Okay. You know. So we didn't hear about it when we were working at our jobs up there. Yeah. I hope they're all okay. That makes sense. Yeah, I know. Oh, so scary. So do you ever, like, see a spirit or is it, do you just hear them? You see them too? No, I see them. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah, I do see them. Um, I see them as you and me sometimes. Hmm. And then sometimes I see them as, like, you can see through them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, they, I have been touched as if it was a human. Oh, no, thank you. <laughs> yeah. It, and that's the strangest, the strangest thing. It's, it, it's like, well, wait a minute. I know you're not really there. And I felt that. Yeah. That was something yeah. that bothered me when uh, we just did the Amityville horror. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the, um, Kathy Lutz, she mentions many times that she would just get hugged from something from behind. And, oh, I just do not like that at all. It's described as being very oh, loving. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah, very tender hug from, <laughs> from a feminine figure. And, oh, no, don't like it. Yeah, I don't care for them. I, I kind of, when I go out there, I put those boundaries out there. Mm-hmm. You know, the boundaries around me, the white light, my protection. Yeah. You know, and also, I, I pray. So, um, to me... I believe that keeps me safe, you know, from mm-hmm. harmful things. Um, but like I said, I, I wouldn't tell people to just go out and, I mean, it couldn't be fun, but be safe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If somebody says something's bad there, I wouldn't go poking the bear too hard. Yes, mm-hmm. that's you what we're talking about too. Yeah. Like people are always trying to like and, do, you know, some kind of like, crazy satanic ritual in places that are supposed to be haunted just stop <laughs> yeah i don't understand the need to no, do no. that yeah no oh goodness <laughs> i've had you know and, and the other thing is um disrespecting people and trespassing on their properties mm-hmm. without that's a huge thing you know yeah. Um, I discourage that with my book. Um, the people I talk about in the book are actually deceased now. The house was so- sold since I've occupied it. Um, so I don't know the new owners. I will say that yeah. I have not met them yet. I'm sure eventually um, they're going to make themselves known. Um, but um, however, um, 
you know, I honestly wonder sometimes, you know, if they're experiencing anything out there or did it go away Yeah. with, you know, the ending of my book? I can't <laughs> reveal yeah. that. Yeah. So, um, I, I'm not sure. So that's something hmm. I'm interested in knowing, you know, on, you know, how they're making out out there. Well, and do you so. wonder too, like some people were just more attuned to it. And so, because our house, you know, like PJ's parents owned this house before we bought it from them, like 2010, I 10. think, a long yeah. time ago. But they lived here starting in 89. 89, yep. And they said they never once had anything happen. Now, with that being said, while they were here, things were happening to PJ and to Laura. Um, so things were happening, but it never happened to them. But I said, if, if it was taking your stuff and moving it, like it did for me, and when it started, you know, when I first started noticing it, it's only because I'm anal. Like, I know where <laughs> I put things. And so when it's not there, you- I'm angry. Um, but I so said, like, you had a family here. You had three kids. And then you had Jen, who was married. And then so you had her husband. And you had her child. And then Laura got married. So you had a family. It was and plus, always a plus, household yeah. So if something went miss, you probably just thought it was misplaced by the kids or by whatever. You probably didn't realize because there was just too many people in the house. But I right. wonder if it was – it just never – bothered them we were having that actually happening at there at the beginning there was um pictures the strangest thing was pictures out of the bedroom would end up in the garage on the floor oh in the huh. same spot every time i would move those pictures back and put it back on the mirror they would be removed and I'd find them downstairs. And I'm like, what? And I actually accused the people that were in the home, <laughs> you know. But I didn't I didn't actually write about that part in the book, you know, of the yeah. removing of mm-hmm. the pictures and stuff. But, yeah, that was occurring there. So I totally get what you're talking about with moving items and things like that. Mm-hmm. I used to get frustrated. Yeah. yeah. It's just annoying. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, at least clean the house, you know? Thank you. Exactly. (laughs) If you can pick up my shoes, you can pick up a broom. Come on now. (laughs) Come on now. That would be great. (laughs) I I have a question for you about my sister. So they had moved into, this is like years ago. They move into their house. And within the first week of living in this house, a pot of hot tea has been made for them. And they came home the and there's stove, a pot of hot tea. The stove is cold, ice cold, but there is a pot of tea. They drank the tea. <laughs> would, you, would you do that? <laughs> they poured a cup for whoever <laughs> made ghost. it, and then they drank the tea. <laughs> oh! No, no. I, no. <laughs> Thank you! No. Um. Oh my gosh! This is because we feel bad. Like poor Lauren, right? They bought one of the like the oldest houses here in in Millville, and it's beautiful, but it was really like crazy haunted. Are you in Millville? Is that oh, yeah, yeah. in Millville. Oh, I had a case. Yeah, me and our well, not me, Melissa Leeper uh, had a case there, and then I joined in on in Millville. Yeah. Oh, where? Was it Laura's um, house? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I it, it, I don't remember. It was so many years ago. Hmm. I really don't remember the house, but it it was a strange, strange um, case. It had to do with um, 
the paranormal, but it also had to do with um, aliens. Oh, so like, I've heard nothing about aliens in this area. Now I'm intrigued. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was a little bit of a cross, but um, yeah, she had took a took on um that case, uh, and I was there for the initial um consult or yeah, wow ordeal of it. Yeah. Well, see, because our area, there were a lot of like Indian um, skirmishes and there was a massacre. The Wyoming Valley Massacre. Yeah. yeah. Down in Benton, you can like there's so much in the way of like haunted and just like residual energy of Native Americans who are upset because they were murdered there. So I'm not really surprised when we, you know, have activity because there's just it's a bloody ground, you know, just rife with sad, sad pasts. Yeah. But yeah, Laura's house, they move in and there's already this mimic in the house copying their voices and then it makes them tea. Like, you don't drink. Oh, and the past three couples who lived in that house all got divorces and things like that. Within three years. Yeah. 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 Whatever is there did not people together. Yeah. Broke them up. Lauren Ray beat that, though. They're still together. Yeah. But they had some rough patches, too, because of it. Because it made, like, there was just this oppressive feeling and this feeling that you hated your spouse for no reason. Mm-hmm. It just made that. Right. So. Well, anyway, I don't have any more questions. Oh. Yeah. So, um, we know the book is coming out, you said, in October? October. All yeah. Right. I can't wait. Who's our publisher? Well, I'm going to do self-publishing oh, okay. at first because right. that way I can control it a little bit on sure. what's going on with it. Are you going to so, sell on Amazon or where are you selling from? See, Amazon is going to be the main one. And then I'm going to, you know, obviously have some on me, mm-hmm. you know, so yeah. I can sign them and they can order personally from me too. So what's um, the title of the book? It's called Haunted Freedom. Ooh, Haunted Freedom. Because of the... Ro- ah, it's cute. All right. <laughs> Haunted Freedom. I yeah. love it. Haunted Freedom by Paris Sabrina. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you can get covered up, put Paris Sabrina on there. That's your note. <laughs> I love it. Well, we're going to um, turn this into a podcast episode for the Wellhouse Exorcism podcast. Um, just as a reminder to our listeners and to you, the Wellhouse Exorcism is a subsidiary of Games Overboard, my husband's podcast. Yep. So we'll be posting okay. it from Games Overboard. Mm-hmm. I'll also post uh, like a little clip probably on Twitter just to uh, link on there as well. But um, we we're really excited to see it. And when I buy a copy, you're going to have to sign it just so you know. It's a fact. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And we'll, absolutely. we'll bring you a t-shirt too, maybe a pin. We got some stuff. Joking aside, you are welcome to the Halloween party if you want to come visit. Alicia will be there too. Yes, but you so. got to <laughs> Yeah, you got to turn off the pair of Sabrina and don't bring it in with you. We also have no, these no, no, no. We have a car magnet for you. We have car you. magnets for you. That's we have awesome. a pin okay. for you. And then you'll you'll nice. get a t-shirt. We'll ask about your t-shirt size later. So, I'll just find you when I buy the book and I'll have you sign it and I'll give you all your gifts. So that's how it's going to work. We'll be like a little trade, little trade. Um, so listeners, look forward to um, getting a new novel right out there on Amazon. We'll tell you where to buy it as soon as it is posted up on Amazon. Mm-hmm. And once I read it, look forward to my review, my yeah. honest, excited awesome. review. Yeah, once once we hear that Thank it's out. Oh, yeah, yeah. We loved it. 
But yeah, once it's out, we're, we'll post on Facebook that's out, and we will announce on whatever episode comes mm-hmm. out that week. Uh, we'll make sure that we announce it on there, too, so our listeners can pick it up. And if you're interested in the okay. Jody story that we've been discussing a little bit, The Devil's Bidding, we are going to do a deep dive into the Plum Creek Massacre and discuss her case in general. Yeah. So we'll and if you want to watch it, it's on HBO right yeah, now. The Dead Files. I'm not sure what season it is, but two or three, I forget. Yeah, I just look at the Devil's Bidding. <laughs> so you, my listeners, you'll get a little background on that too, so you know what we're talking about because you're probably confused. You're like, oh, intrigued, but confused. <laughs> so, thank you so much, Paris, Sabrina, for coming on and talking to us. We've really appreciated it. Thank you so much for having me on, guys. Yes, right. thank Goodbye. you so much.